Maryland basketball season is not over yet. You are a Locked On Turf, your daily podcast on the Maryland Turf. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, everyone? I'm Trey Moore, video content creator for 247 Sports and InsideMarylandSports.com and host of Locked on Terps, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. So thank you for making us part of your day. And today's episode is brought to you by Jace Medical. Empower yourself when you purchase a Jace case, providing you with a personal supply of five antibiotics that treat 50-plus infections. Get yours today at Jace Medical. Medical.com. That's J-A-S-E medical.com. Maryland season is not over yet. The Terps take down the 10th ranked team in the country. One of the best teams I have seen play this year. Despite them missing their best player, they have been missing their best player for a while now in Taryn Shannon. And that Illinois team is a very talented team from top to bottom. They got plenty of really good players. And the Maryland Terrapins were able to come into their place on the road and keep their season alive by beating the 10th ranked team in the country in Illinois, one of the best teams in the Big Ten. Maybe you could argue was the best team in the Big Ten. I think most people would probably argue Purdue, but everyone have Illinois right there in it. But they were ranked 10th in the country for a reason, and it's by far. The biggest win of Maryland season so far and the biggest Maryland win in a while. I don't remember the last time we won a game like this on the road. I think it was like a couple of years ago against Wisconsin. I think the stat was where we won a big game like this against a highly ranked opponent on the road like this. So overall, this is huge for the Terps. Last year, we brought down P- Purdue, of course, but that was at home. Maryland has done some great things at home. But on the road, we have struggled. We have struggled a lot, a lot. I mean, we have a big win over UCLA on the road this year, but the UCLA win doesn't even look that special at this point in the year. They're not a very good team, but beating Illinois after how Illinois' season has gone and how our season has gone overall, that's a huge win for the Terps, and they keep the season alive, and we get right back into the thick of things. Things weren't looking good after we had lost to Purdue in Big Ten play, after we had lost to Indiana in Big Ten play. Things were not looking great for the Terps being one in three in the conference, but getting two in a row back and beating Michigan and then beating Illinois and now moving to three and three in the Big Ten, of course, we have that Penn State win, which was a little bit ago now. It feels like a long time ago now when we played that Penn State team. But getting back into the things in terms of the Big Ten race, I mean, I'm not expecting us to be regular season champs or anything, but you want to set yourself up for seeding in the Big Ten tournament to maybe win a couple games in the Big Ten tournament because that might be the difference for this Maryland team um, to having a chance, having a chance in March, being one of those final teams maybe in the field and being one of those teams that just aren't going to get in. It could really be a big tournament run. So having a better seating in the Big Ten is a big time for the Terps. But also it's just big for the Maryland overall because 
for this March Madness thing overall because we pick up a win against Illinois. And I'm guessing Illinois will be considered a quad one win. I don't know exactly how it works overall, but I'm guessing they would be considered a quad one which is a big deal for Maryland's March Madness resume. So right before this, I thought the season was done. I thought we were cooked. I thought it was over for. I thought we had no chance at a March Madness bid. But now looking at it, it looks like we have a chance. I'm not saying like it's likely when we still have to do a lot this season and we're going to have to continue to win games in the Big Ten. But beating a team like Illinois, you have to get a couple of those wins that you're not really supposed to get overall to make it into um, make it into the field and make it into the tournament overall. And at the end of the day, that's the goal for the Terps. And if Kevin Willard is able to turn this season around and allow us to go to the tournament and be able to do that after what we have seen this year from the Terps with the offensive struggles at times and with all the struggles, with the struggles of the freshmen at time, with the struggles of Julian Brees at time, with the struggles of Dante Scott at time, and Jordan Geronimo at times. Everyone basically has struggled outside of Jameer Young at one point. So for Kevin Willard to turn that around and be able to have a chance at a tournament, depending on how we continue to play in Big Ten play – it's an awesome job by Kevin Willard. And that's why I said, like, give this guy some time. He's a really good coach. Just give him some time to turn this thing around. Because I really do think that Kevin Willard is underrated now. I know we started this year tough, but look at what he did last year. He got us a March Madness been in his first year. And I and everyone was calling for him to be fired at the half of the Michigan game. But I just didn't think that was what we needed to do. I, I really do believe that Kevin Willard is a coach. I think he's much better than Turgeon overall. I just said, I don't know if this team is amazing, but seeing what he has done over these last couple of games, I really do think that Kevin Willard is a better coach than most people expect. And people are quick to discredit him when we're bad and say that he should be fired, but nobody gives him credit when we are good. I feel like I didn't really hear much people talking about that, but he had some awesome game plan type of stuff against this Illinois team and he talked about it and it was really cool when he was talking about how he game how he game planned for this thing for this game and he talked about one thing he talked about was with Coleman Hawkins the their center the guy that they play down low um, which he's a really versatile player too he can move really well for his size he's really tall and lanky guy but he can move really well he's not like the biggest dude but he said we're not going to let we're not going to let Illinois get away from just being able to switch Coleman Hawkins because he could really switch one through five they weren't going to let Illinois get away with that which I thought was really cool to see because other teams have let Illinois get away with him just switching on to other guys. They were going to post up those smaller guys that switch on to guys like Julian Reese and stuff like that, which I thought was an awesome game plan from um, Coach Kevin Willard overall. And that's just one of the things. He did a, a lot of really great things in that game, and I, and I love to see it. I like the rotation of players. I, I liked it all from Kevin Willard today. I thought he did a really good job putting a game plan together and allowing – us to win this game but also a great job overall by our players because once Illinois gave it to us they didn't give it back in the second half and I kept waiting I was like Illinois run is coming Illinois run is coming Illinois run is coming and in the second half it never really came it, I was waiting I kept waiting and waiting and I was like it's coming I just can feel that it's coming in the Illinois run never came they made a shot here or there but Maryland always responded which I thought was 
big time by our players because doing that on the road in that type of environment is tough when the crowd is trying to get into it and the crowd is shouting at you behind the free throw line. It's tough. It's tough to keep responding to Illinois' buckets and continue to win. And I thought Maryland's defensive effort was awesome, too. I thought Kevin Wooler did a good job game planning for that as well. Overall, I was just highly impressed by how the Maryland team handled this win and how overall they got this win. I thought they did an amazing job overall. And at the end of the day, our season is definitely alive right now. We're in the thick of things. I really do think we have a chance to make it into March. It's not going to be it's not going to be easy and those those losses at the beginning of the season to UAB and a couple of those other ones that we had early on in the season that we really should not have lost could come back to definitely hurt us in the in the end of it, it really could just having a couple more of those wins. I think we look like a completely different team right now if we have if we had won those two games in the Asheville Championship. But overall, that's a while ago now. You got to move on. And I think if we put together a solid Big Ten resume and continue to win games in the Big Ten, I really do think we have a chance at a March bid and I, I really do think that this team is going in the right direction and I really want to give credit to Kevin Willard on that because I came on here and I also said I thought the season was dead I didn't I said I don't think Kevin Willard should be fired but I, I said Maryland football is at rock bottom and I don't know if the only way is up but it does look like the only way is up for the Maryland Terrapins basketball where after we hit a couple of those losses where we lost to that Minnesota team that we had no business losing to, and we lost to that Purdue team. I really thought we hit rock bottom, and we weren't going up, but it looks like the only way was really up for the Maryland Terrapins. So I was negative about that, but they proved that they can get back into things. But I do think a couple of these losses, like I said, like Minnesota to UAB, maybe it's like an Indiana a couple of those losses that we had on the season, I really do think also Davidson could come back to hurt us later on, but maybe it doesn't if we continue to win games in the Big Ten, winning games on the road. We know we can win at home, but overall, I think our season is alive. I really do think all these games matter now, and it's not going to feel pointless like we're just watching a season for no reason. Maryland basketball season is very much alive, and we're in the thick of things. I want to talk about Jameer Young and Julian Reese. When they are on, the Terps can be special. I will talk about that after this ad from FanDuel. The NFL regular season is wrapping up, but there's still time to get in on the action with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's 150 bucks in bonus bets, win or lose. The app is easy to use, and there's so many different ways to bet, like live same-game parlays, find bets in the new Explore tab, make a parlay in the Parlay Hub, the best way to find popular parlays, and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash on and make your first bet a layup. FanDuel, the official partner of the NFL. When Jameer Young and Julian Reese are both on at the same time, key, both on at the same time, I think that the Maryland Terrapins can beat anyone in the country. I'm not saying if they're both on, we're guaranteed to win a game and we're guaranteed to beat, like, the number one team in the country 
whoever whoever that may be, whether it's like a Kansas or a Purdue or a Duke or Kentucky or Houston, whoever one of those top teams in the country are. I'm not saying if we if they're both on, we can definitely we're a hundred percent going to win that game. But I think when they're both on, there is not a game against anybody that you can count us out. When they are both playing well, I really think that Jameer Young and Julian Reese can can really propel this Maryland team that outside of those two, it's it's a little bit shaky. I'm still kind of undecided what I think about our supporting cast as a Maryland team overall. But I think when those two guys play well, it opens up a ton for the other guys on the team. And I really do think that we can beat anybody in the country when Jameer Young and Julian Reese are on. They came into this year and they had huge expectations on them. Jameer Young and Julian Reese were kind of expected to be all Big Ten type of players, expected to be two of the best players in the Big Ten overall. They were they had a lot of allocates coming into the year, like they were on top 50 list, top 50 players in the country, and I said that they both had a chance to be first-team All-Big Ten, Big Ten Player of the Year, even though it seems like Zach Eady every year that he's at Purdue, he's going to win that award. But I really did think that they both had a chance to do something special this year with the Maryland Terrapins team, and there was definitely huge expectations for Maryland. The commentators talked about it a little bit. They were like, yeah, this Maryland team, don't forget, this team is is better than you might think, better than the record might say, because this team was picked to be top three preseason in the conference. And the biggest reason why was Jameer Young and Julian Reese. Going into season, everyone kind of thought that if they were both on for the Terps, that they could be anyone. And I, I still think that's true. It's just that they haven't always both been on. Reese has been in a slump, was in a huge slump before the Michigan game against Purdue, against UCLA. Um, and there's just been times when he was in foul trouble against Minnesota. He was in foul trouble. Like there has been a slump for Julian Reese that a lot, a lot this year. There's been times when he's been on, he's been on a lot against kind of lesser opponents against teams that aren't as talented as us, but he's been off against a lot of the top teams that we have played, like UCLA, like Purdue, I said, he's definitely been kind of bad in some of those games, just not being aggressive, not posting up, not using him down low. And I really couldn't understand why we weren't using one of our best offensive weapons, arguably our best offensive weapon down low against, I guess we didn't want to post up Zach Eady or he didn't want to post up Zach Eady or UCLA had a really tough defender on him as well. We didn't really use him down low then either. I didn't really understand it. We weren't really using him. He wasn't being aggressive. I didn't know if it was a Kevin Willard problem, a Julian Reese problem. I didn't know. But the point was he was in a slump where games he would have like one point. I think he had one point in the Purdue or UCLA game, and then he had zero points in another one of those two games. So he combined for like one point in two games, which was just not going to get it. And Young, Jameer Young, I can't complain about anything he has done this season. He's basically always been on. He's dropped 37 against UCLA, giving us 20 every night, 20 against Purdue. But Reese wasn't holding up his end of the stick. And without Julian Reese playing well, we just weren't going to have enough for just Jameer Young to go out and drop 25. It wasn't going to matter. 
we were going to need a secondary score, which I think every college basketball team needs. All the best teams are going to need two guys at least that are going to be elite. Most are going to need more than that. But you're going to need two guys that are going to be on elite level, and then you're going to need a couple guys that are really good, and then you're going to need a couple guys that play their role and are good at playing a role. That's the mark of a really good college basketball team. And I think Maryland's kind of building towards that. But we needed Julian Reese. And this game proved that when they're both on, we can beat this game. On the road against 10th-ranked Illinois, and we never win on the road. Everybody knows we don't win on the road. We win at home. We have an insane home record last year, whatever. We don't win these type of games on the road. We don't beat a top-10 team on the road. We rarely ever do that. But when Julian Reese and Jameer Young are playing well, we can win these type of games on the road. We have a shot to beat anybody in the country. We really can. And the Terps prove that against this Illinois, this really solid Illinois team. When Julian Reese and Jameer Young are on, we can beat anyone. Jameer Young dropped 28 points. 28. So he almost had a 30 ball. It's pretty effortless that Jameer Young is doing this with. He's able to get into the hole when he wants. He's able to assist players. He had eight assists as well. He had two rebounds. And the thing was, it wasn't like he made a couple of three-point shots to help. He went over four from the three-point line. But our offense right now, it's it's a lot of it is in the hands of Jameer Young. Later on the game, we depend a lot on him to create offense. And I said we were too Jameer Young dependent, and we still are pretty Jameer Young dependent. But when Julian Reese also plays well, it takes off so much pressure in Jameer Young. And Jameer Young played all 40 minutes, which I didn't even realize until I was doing some of the research before this podcast to put this together. I didn't realize he didn't come out of the game. He played all 40 minutes in the game each half, which is crazy to be able to do that. And that's a lot for him to do. I mean, I don't know. I don't know my stance on minutes overall, if they need the break or whatever, but I guess Kevin Willard decided that if we were going to win this game, he wasn't going to be able to come out. And that was probably pretty close to true. But I think Jameer Young continues to be one of the best players in the Big Ten and in the country. I think I don't know how many people talk about him in the national college basketball media, but this guy is really one of the best in the Big Ten. I don't know how many people are better than him right now in the Big Ten. I guess Edie, but who else is really better than Jameer Young right now in the Big Ten? I don't know. You would have to drop me some names. Let me know. But Jameer Young has to be one a top four or five player right now in the Big Ten. There's no way you can put him below that. The things that he is doing right now, the stats that he's putting up, leading a Maryland team to beat 10th-ranked Illinois is crazy. But we can't do it without Julian Reese. And Julian Reese was on today with 20 points, 11 rebounds, and two steals. He was a matchup nightmare down low. Coleman Hawkins couldn't really guard him down low. Wasn't big enough, wasn't strong enough, and Maryland wasn't going to – let Coleman Hawkins get away with playing the five. They were going to use Reese down low. They were going to post Julian Reese down low and make Coleman Hawkins work. And I love to see it. Julian Reese down low touches when he, when we can run the offense down low through him, it helps a lot. Next game, I expect there to be a double, but Illinois decided not to double, which I thought was dumb. Like, I don't, I didn't get it. They, they kept letting him get baskets down low. And I was looking at it and I'm like, the rest of our team cannot shoot a lot of the time. We're a horrible shooting team. We won this game while being a poor shooting team, but they decided not to double overall, which I thought was interesting. 
but Julian Reese was able to punish them. But when they're both on, I really do think that we can beat anyone. And then when the supporting cast is playing well, Jordan Geronimo had a really good game. Dante Scott played well. Deshaun Harris-Smith didn't shoot the ball particularly well, but had a big three at the end of the game to really keep us in a good spot in the game. When the supporting cast is playing well, of course we can win games. But when Julian Reese and Jameer Young are on, we have a chance to beat anybody in the country. Let's talk about that little scuffle at the end of the day, at the end of the game. I will tell you about that and my thoughts overall after this ad from Jace Medical. I know we come to sports to escape from some crazy realities of real life, but can we just talk for a minute about preparing for real life? According to the FDA, pharmacies are running out of antibiotics right in the middle of the worst flu season in over a decade. This is scary. I can't imagine a more helpless feeling than if my mother or someone else that I really care about got sick while supply chain issue kept them from life-saving medication they needed. Thankfully, we'll be okay because of Jace Medical. The Jace case is a pack of five different antibiotics to treat a long list of bacterial illness, including UTIs, respiratory infections, skin infections, among other stuff. This stuff could happen to any of us. Visit jacemedical.com and complete your physician encounter. It will be reviewed by a board-certified physician, and your medications will be dispended by a licensed pharmacy at a fraction at the regular cost. It's never been more important to be prepared than today. Go to jacemedical.com and use code LOCKEDON to get $20 off your first order. Julian Reese gets into a little bit of a scuffle with one of the Illinois assistant coaches. And at first I didn't know what was going on, but I thought that was really disrespectful by the Illinois coach. I didn't understand it at first because you couldn't really see it. All we saw was Julian Reese kind of just start attacking the Illinois team. And we were like, what's going on? I was like, why is he doing that? Like, what did someone say something? Like, I wasn't really sure. I knew someone had to do something. And then they showed the replay and the Illinois assistant coach, you know, they're going through the handshake line and the Illinois assistant coach decides not to shake Julian Reese's hand, which I thought was very disrespectful. I was like, I didn't understand why does he have a problem with Julian Reese? Does he have a problem with their family? I know um, his, his, her, his sister, um, the other Reese that goes to LSU has a big platform and everything. And it's pretty famous. Even is much more popular than Julian Reese and everything that she did with LSU and all that kind of stuff. So I was like, is there a problem with the family? What is the situation where the Illinois coach feels the need not to shake Reese's hand? That was definitely a low moment. I didn't, I didn't get it. I was like, did he do something on the court? Julian Reese doesn't seem like a guy that's like very hateable. I'm like, I, I was kind of confused. It's not like, He's a guy that like nobody likes like that. Uh, the country has a problem with him. Like it's not one of those situations where like he's been disrespectful to people, but I, I would like to hear the, hear the Illinois coaches stance on this. I don't know if it was an accident. It definitely wasn't an accident, but I had to throw that out there. It didn't look like an accident overall. So I didn't understand why he didn't shake his hand. It was definitely, it looked pretty on purpose in the in the replay and the handshake line overall and Reese got pretty upset about it because I would have been too that's 
at the end of the day, when you play a sport, you shake the other team's hands. No matter how much you dislike them, no matter how bad they beat you, no matter what, how close of a game it was, it doesn't matter. At the end of the day, you respect that they came out there and played the game hard and you shake their hands, especially as a coach. A player does something like that, it's like, okay. They're young, like they're learning a lesson. It's still not excused, but it's like, okay, it makes more sense. But for a coach to do that and put that distraction on the Illinois team, it's kind of weird overall. And I don't fault Julian Reese for reacting the way he did. It, w- it was disrespectful for sure. But that's all we have for today. Thank you for listening to Locked on Terps. Make sure you like and subscribe. We're here every day talking Maryland football and basketball. So thank you for listening to Locked on Terps.